Hi everyone, welcome to Ghostly Residents of Old Cape Cod. Today we're going to take talk about Highfield Hall and Highfield Theatre. Uh, those are in Falmouth, both of them. Last last podcast we did was um, in Sandwich. So now we're going to talk about Highfield Hall and Highfield Theatre and Faye, F-A-Y-E. Every book or website I have in my possession, possession all start the same way about Highfield Hall. Built in 1878 by the Beebe family of Boston, Highfield Hall and Tanglewood, later demolished, were two very large mansions which graced Falmouth and Cape Cod. As summer residents for both homes, the families entertained lavishly, but with decorum. When the last heir died in 1932 and left no heirs to inherit, the properties were shuffled back and forth between philanthropists, finding the properties too overwhelming and too far into disrepair to bother keeping them. The wrecking ball took Tanglewood, but it was held in abeyance for 20 years as the residents of Falmouth and various volunteer organizations tried to keep the structure from falling prey to that same wrecking ball. Thus began the restoration. I send you to the website for that information. I believe the house as it now stands is registered under the protection of the National Historic Buildings, of which the Cape has many. As for ghosts, well, we have a few of those also. I wonder if they should also be protected on the National Registry of Ghostly Residents. Something to think about. With much of the restoration begun in 2001 and more underway, I want to shift attention from the actual hall to the Highfield Theatre. Created in the old standing barn in 1947, Highfield Theatre was born. It had a rocky start and almost went under. DeWitt Terhune and his wife brought it back to life, and under Terhune's watchful eye, the theatre finally flourished. Enter Faye, a resident theatrical ghost. Anyone involved with the theater is prone to believe in ghosts. Rumor has it that Faye was a young girl, origin not known if she was a servant or a member of the Highfield household, or if she was a summer stock player in the theater. No one knows for certain who she was or where she belonged. They, the actors and staff of the theater, have had a few encounters with her over the years. Her story is a sad one, as it is rumored that Faye and the stable hand fell in love. When Faye's parents found out, the boy was dismissed and sent away. Faye, distraught, hung herself from the rafters of the barn 
right above the stage of the theater. Creepy, huh? Sort of. Anyhow, Faye is as much a part of the theater as any of the actors who played there. In the second part of this episode, I will read you a story from one of our writers who was working on some scenery for a recent production of Little Abner at this same Highfield Theater. Stay tuned. everyone. Welcome back. Um, This is the second part of this podcast and this is a (laughs) an in-person encounter written by uh, Jeff Kamish who is one of our writers and he sent me this on December 28th so it's really current and I'll read it to you exactly the way he sent it to me. Quote, I drove up the hill to Highfield Theater, windshield wipers barely keeping pace with the heavy, wind-blown downpour. Negotiating the garbled reflections in my rearview mirror, I managed to back up as close as I dared to the stage door. Several hectic trips through the pouring rain got me and my cans of paint inside the musty smelling theater. Excuse me. I spread my wet raincoat over over a seat to dry and damply arranged my equipment in front of the scenery flats that remained to be painted. I was pleased with how the designs were looking. The show was Little Abner. I had immersed myself in the comic strip art of Al Cap and adopted his brightly colored hokey style for the show's scenery. Tonight, a couple of flats and the final backdrop needed painting before the show went up the following night. Three volunteers had promised to come and help so it would not take long to complete. Excuse me. Alone in a dark theater, with only the stage work lights on, is an eerie experience. Highfield Theater was built in 1876. It seemed laughter and applause lurked in its dusty corners. Beyond the feeble work lights, dark rows of seats, peopled by ghosts, Generations of family residents and summer visitors entertained through the good times and the bad. Marriages, births, wars, and depression. A kaleidoscope of images from sepia to Kodachrome. I worked fast. The The eccentric and exaggerated sheep's... I'm sorry. The eccentric eccentric and exaggerated shapes of the run-down, dilapidated hillbilly village of Dogpatch, laid out with strong cartoon black line, 
Now would be a good time for my helpers to paint, filling the large areas with garish colors that would complement the exaggerated costumes and makeup for our vivid cast of characters, politically incorrect parodies of mountain folk, muscular little Abner, pipe-smoking Mammy, and lazy, unwashed Pappy Yoakum, voluptuous Davy, Daisy May, and the ever-hopeful the ever Sadie Hawkins. Going on from midnight and still no volunteers. Oh well, keep painting. It's going to be a long night. Exactly at midnight, there was a loud hammering on all the doors of the theater at once. Thinking it must be the volunteers arriving late, they decided to give me a fright. I shouted out, Stop playing, silly buggers. Come in and get some work done. The hammering stopped, but no one appeared. Stage right, the lights in the men's dressing room came on, then began flashing slowly on and off for about ten minutes, then went dark. <clears throat> you may have heard the expression, the hairs stood up on the back of my neck. Mayan did, but the scenery had to be completed. Making reassuring noises by singing and whistling, I kept painting. Although the events were unsettling, the presence did not seem angry, but good-natured, almost humorous. Even so, I was glad to finish load my VW bus and drive home. The director was delighted I had been visited by Faye. Tradition says she only appears before a successful production, the director told me. Faye has a sad story in life. Now, this I don't know. He's quoting here. Maybe this is true. I don't know. A member of the BB family who owned Highfield Hall, a grand house near the theater. Faye fell in love, some say with a stable hand or with an actor. The scandalized fam family had the lover dismissed and sent away. Faye, distraught, hanged herself from the rafter above the stage. An afternote, <clears throat> our production of Little Abner had a very successful run, unquote. And there is an in-person <laughs> story of an encounter with Faye. Thanks for listening. Again, this, <laughs> this podcast is created on um, Anchor FM. Thanks for listening. Hope to hear from, hope to uh, hear from you soon. Let me know if you like this kind of a story. Thanks a lot. Talk soon. Bye. And this podcast and all of our podcasts are created and produced on Anchor.fm, the easiest way to make a podcast. And trust me, it is. The podcast is hosted by capecodwriters.net and can be found on their website 
www.capecodwriters.net. You may also find us on Anchor FM, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Thanks for haunting with us. Stay tuned.